Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Hi, everybody, and welcome to an exciting episode, an incredible, bountiful, amazing, I don't know what other words I can do to try and raise people's spirits, podcast of the Real Film Nerds. Raise it up. Raise it up. Michael is raising the roof now. Mysterious Michael (laughs) is raising the roof. (laughs) Raise it up. So I am your host, not Mysterious Matt, just normal Matt. With me, as always, well, most of the time, sometimes I'm all alone. Mysterious Mike Talent. Hello, everyone. Who is raising the roof? Raving, raising. I can't talk. Damn it. Yes, uh, I'm trying to raise the roof, or, or or the spirits, I guess. Raise the spirits. It's it's been rough, man. Uh, all this this lockdown. It's really, whew. The roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. Come on, Bloodhound Gang, classic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't need no water. Let the motherfucker burn. Exactly. Exactly. All right, well, we will do our best not to talk about our impending doom like we have in the past three podcasts, but it's kind of hard not to when it literally is every waking moment of most people's lives. Um, the weather here is finally starting to get nice in Prescott. It's been really shitty the past like week, maybe more. It was like in the mid-50s today with no wind. I was just so mad I got I couldn't go flying, but I had to work, and I'm grateful for that. So, Man, mid-50s. That's not bad, right? That's a lot warmer than it has been, right? Yeah, mid-50s, uh, no wind. I mean, dude, I would have been at the flying field all day. But no, I was working. I was editing videos, photographs, marketing stuff. I'm thankful. I'm grateful. I have a job. It's wonderful, so I can't complain. A lot of people out there don't. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Anyway, we're not talking about doom and gloom. Right, right. Yes. Right. Yes. So, Mike, for Real Film Nerds Podcast, episode 166. See, I got it that time. You reminded me. You did. You did. You reminded me. I got it. When you remind me, I usually get it. But, you know, I think it's all those years of drug abuse where I, you know, I, I don't have memory cells left. But uh, today we talk about a film that I really enjoy. I bought it. Uh, we talked about it last week. I bought it like the day it came out on DVD because Blu-ray didn't exist back then in 2002, and that is Tom Hanks' Road to Perdition. Mike, would you like to give us the rundown? Absolutely, man. So, uh, Road to Perdition uh, came out in 2002. It was directed by Sam Mendes, uh, writers Max Allen Collins, uh, Richard Pryor's Rayner, and David Self. Uh, this is starring uh, Tom Hanks, uh, Taylor Hochelin, uh, Jennifer Jason Lee, Paul Newman, Daniel Craig, Jude Law. And this is a, a movie about a, a mobster enforcer's son witnesses a murder, forcing him and his father to take to the road and his father down a path of redemption and revenge. Now, I know you did not write that one, Mike, so I am thoroughly disappointed in you, sir. I know, I know. I just didn't have a second to write one, but uh, I did find the MCU. But we'll talk about that later. Yeah. What were you too busy eating uh, Cheetos and playing Xbox? No Cheetos, man. I don't think we could find any at the store. Stupid apocalypse. 
<laughs> so that's the thing they ran out of tp and cheetahs flaming hot yeah you know um the one thing they're not out of twinkies really i need to get to work on that then <laughs> the one that i found interesting but we discussed this earlier is how they have like plenty of booze like lots and lots of booze and i'm just like people are hoarding the wrong shit like I- i'll wipe my ass with my hand before i give up my bourbon you know yeah, you you just start doing the what was the Western technique? Uh, right? Uh, was it one hands for wiping, ones for food? Yeah, ones for wiping and ones for chowing. But I mean, in all seriousness, seriousness, Mike, I got a garden hose. If it's that bad, I just sneak it up through the bathroom window, pull it on in, and just hose it on out. You know, <laughs> it's the nice. poor man's bidet yeah i was just gonna say it's a bidet i was like yeah good luck finding one right now no that's the thing they sold out i'm still kind of sad i i think i told you this story but uh, i'm still kind of sad i gave my sister uh my bidet like i got one in uh uh my company's uh christmas white elephant gift exchange not this year but the year before and i gave it to my sister and frank because i figured they might actually use it because it's phoenix so the water coming out of the line is typically not ice cold like here it's only it's like 58 so the water coming out of the line is probably like 20 something you know oh yeah i guess i guess that is something to take into consideration uh that would actually that'd wake you up in the morning huh oh yeah (laughs) i mean nice and refreshing you know you're sitting there falling asleep and you're whoa <laughs> you know you're you're up like icicles are just slapping across your wow yeah all right so uh let's move on um so uh mike uh, uh we were talking about booze uh uh do you have something you want to ask me before we start diving in oh yeah sure man uh what are you drinking uh for this fine podcast <sighs> well mike Thank you for asking. Such a kind man. I am continuing my voyage of liquors and cocktails and mixed drinks because I need something a little harder. It is the apocalypse. So I'll put it up to my camera. Mike, can you guess what uh, liquid that is? It's yellow. Uh, No, I I, I can't can't tell. Uh, Yellow snow? Tequila enriched? It's a margarita. Uh, Margarita. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. It's one of the pre-made ones, but, you know, you dump in a half a bottle of tequila and it tastes good. Salt or no salt? No salt, all the way. Salt is, no. Salt is gross. No, 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 no. All right, Mike, so what uh, what uh, delightful concoction are you drinking today? So, I've got another one of those uh, IPAs, or IPAs. Uh, this one's from uh, New Belgium. It's their rotating series um voodoo ranger and this one's called starship ipa i like the can that's pretty sweet that's a pretty sweet can but the the voodoo ranger always is a pretty cool can though even the regular one yeah um they they i think i don't know if it's quarterly or how often but they they change around uh whatever the voodoo ranger is uh so it's kind of their seasonal i think question is uh ipa technically racist um i know it's I, india I feel like this is a loaded lo- loaded question so i'm gonna say yes <laughs> all right because it's uh it's india pale ale right not indian <clears throat> yeah 
India uh, dots not feathers. Right. Uh, and and the reason that it got its name like that was uh, for the long voyage of of across the ocean from India to uh, North America, they were trying to figure out how to keep the beer from going bad. So they put a ton of stuff in it, trying to keep it to stay naturally, like preserve it. Ended up that hops are a natural preservative. So they put a ton of hops in there. So that's your uh, inform- informative uh, knowledge from This Week in Beer. <laughs> yes. All right, Mike, let's hop on into our Legacy Cast, episode 166 of Road to Perdition. Uh, first impressions? Oh, man. Uh, I hadn't seen this movie um, likely since it came out, and it's still really good. I enjoyed it quite a bit. It's 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 dark, but there's kind of a there's kind of a light at the end of the tunnel kind of thing. Like I don't know, it's kind of it somewhat reminds me of my favorite movie ever, which is uh The Shawshank Redemption. I can see that. Uh, same time period, give or take. Um Shawshank does take place in the 30s, right? Or, or is it later? Is it the... No, I think it's the... Maybe it's the 20s. I think it's the 40s. Okay. Because I think when everybody gets out, I think it's like 60s or... Yeah. I, so I think it's the 40s or the late 30s. I thought everybody got out in the 50s. I knew it was after World War II when they got out. But anyways, it's not here nor there. It doesn't matter. It's just very similar kind of feel... Um to the sets, the clothing, the attire, the attitudes, the the uh, dialogue. It's very, very similar. I, I agree. And I, as I've said before already, I really, really like this movie a lot. I think it's because it's more than just a gangster movie. It's a whole bunch of different things kind of put together. It It's a father and son story. It's a road trip story. It's a gangster film it's a revenge film it's all these different genres blended together and i just love it it does remind me like it's a father and son story but it's so much more and then it's it's kind of a dark story but it kind of edges towards uh, glimpses of light throughout and i i really enjoyed that part of it so some of the lightheartedness that is in it just along the way in this this road trip yeah it's you know the the father and the son clearly and this is a uh possibly generational thing as well did do not connect like they do today and this forces them the the drama and the horribleness that kicks off this road trip forces the father to connect with his son especially when he comes up with a plan you know so he really relies on his son. And I like that. I think that's good. They start connecting on that level that they should have been connecting on years ago. But, you know, Papa's got to work. He's Especially when he's an enforcer for the mob. He's gone all the time, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, and it's so neat to see how well done this was with the authentic cars and, and the different stuff. Like that Chicago scene where they're driving in with all these cars. Like, that's amazing. Yeah, and this was a time when CGI was not at the level it is now. I mean, this is a 18-year-old film, you know, and it 
it doesn't miss a beat. Like when they're heading into Chicago, it looks magnificent. When they're driving up and down the the streets, it looks great. And they purposely picked. Uh, uh, there's some scenes where they're uh, big sweeping uh, driving scenes where they're shooting it with a helicopter because this before drones were real popular and they're shooting it with a helicopter and they're showing him, you know, driving to Chicago on a two lane highway because that's what it would have been. The, you know, the interstate system it was in its infancy back then. Yeah. Yep. It sure was. And so just the little details like that is what really sets this film apart. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, now me too. I mean, seeing Paul Newman and, and Tom Hanks on screen together, it's just so good. Yeah, and, you know, at each other's throats at times, but at best friends at other times. And then um, uh, Daniel Craig is a villain. I just, I always like when Daniel Craig does stuff off the beaten path, you know? Like, uh, did you ever see that one movie? Um, I think we watched it. I don't know if we reviewed it. But uh, it was like a robbery movie where Daniel Craig played like this prison inmate that broke out or whatever. Mm, I don't know if that sounds familiar. The movie was really not very good. Uh, Adam Driver was in it. It's not that old. It's probably two or three years old. Uh, he was on Amazon there for a while. Um, I don't remember the name oh, of it. I know what you're, one you're talking. Is it like Lucky Number Eleven or something like that? Yeah, it's something like that. But it's not. That's a good. That's a decent movie. But yeah, it's something like that. Lucky Seven or something. Anyways, Daniel Craig plays a character just out of nowhere. And this was coming off of uh, his, what, two or three James Bond films in a row. He didn't do anything other than James Bond at that time. And he does this film and everybody's just like floored. Like, how the hell is he doing this weird redneck Southern accent so well? And he really looked like he was having fun. And I like it when he does that. I think he excels when he does stuff that's outside of the James Bond norm that he's action star, I guess is a good way to put it. Uh, Logan Lucky. And that came out in uh, 2017. He played the character Joe Bang. There you go. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for the internets, Mike. You're the bestest. I'm going to start calling you Mike Internet's talent. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No. Mr. Internet's to you. Mr. Internet's. All right. Mr. Talent Internet's. Anyways, well, I'm just saying, I like Daniel Craig. He does a great job as James Bond, but he's been almost typecast as that kind of character because of how much he's done James Bond now. It's nice seeing him in other roles. And I think this is before James Bond, maybe right in the middle. I don't know. I don't remember. His, Skyfall, I think, was his first one. But him as the bad guy, this obnoxious, like, spoiled gangster kid's son. I mean, I thought, it was, I thought he did a great job. Oh yeah, man! I, I thought it was great. Um, it's interesting to hear him with like an Irish accent, right? Um, and he did, but well, yeah, no, but it it was it was wonderful. I'd forgotten that he was in this. I had forgotten a lot of people were in this. I remember Tom Hanks. That <laughs> is Tom. I mean, you know, America's yeah. treasure. You know, <laughs> yes, America's <laughs> treasure. Yes, he survived the Rona. He survived the Rona. All hail Hanks. Hanks, you are a savior. All right, Mike. Well, um, without spoiling it, I think we're just going to do this. How does Road to Perdition relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe?
Well, Matt, thanks for asking. Um, on this one, we had uh, Richard L. Johnson. He was the art director. And then um, he was the art supervising art director on The Avengers. Nice. One of these yeah, days, so they need to get Tom Hanks in MCU. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's either that or the wars. He'd be a good stormtrooper. Yeah, yeah. He would be perfect for the wars. I, I'd like to see him in the wars. That'd be all right. I'd be all right with that. Darth Hanks. <laughs> don't spit your beer all over the computer, Mike. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think uh, Darth Hanks would be uh, <laughs> quite the character. Uh, it'd be fun. He'd have to, but, but if, if he did Darth Hanks, he would 100% have to be the kid from big as Darth Hanks. It can't just be Tom. <laughs> okay (laughs) so he has like a lightsaber and drops it and like cuts a hole in the floor or something it'd be nice it'd be hilarious it'd be fun i think i'm onto something i need to call my agent yes yes get on that all right well that was probably the worst segue i've ever done in my entire life of just throwing the mcu in there i'm sorry but um mike now we can spoil road to perdition which is currently streaming on netflix yeah, uh, part of the reason I wanted to review it was I saw it was on Netflix, and I imagine that a large amount of our listening audience has access to Netflix, whether it's your account or someone's borrowed. And uh, I figured uh, you should watch a nice, awesome movie that, that just showed up uh, this month. I, I believe it showed up for April. Yeah, yep. Uh, I personally don't have a Netflix account. I use uh, Carol Baskins. Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> oh tiger king i'm sorry man we're not going to talk about that i watched it all the way through i finished it but everyone else is talking about tiger king they can have it we're gonna talk about movies movies are better than that shit because that shit's so crazy i can't even believe it's real (laughs) you know i keep i keep hearing it's so crazy i'm just not gonna watch it man I, i i think i'm gonna let it simmer and then i'll watch it and be like wow I'll put it this way. There's a reason why it's excelling to the top of the charts of Netflix right now during the apocalypse, because no matter how shitty this gets, no matter how many times I have to hose my ass out with a hose and not with toilet paper, no matter how many cans of SpaghettiOs I got to eat, my life is not going to be nearly as bad as anyone in that freaking series. Anyone. (laughs) (laughs) So it's fine. You know, I got both my arms. They weren't ate, eaten by tigers. My wife didn't kill me and feed me to the tigers. It's wonderful. Uh, my my life is great compared to that freaking show. So I think that's why everybody's like, man, at least I'm not that dude. <laughs> well, I guess that's something to look forward to. Be like, <laughs> wow, you want to feel better about your life? Watch this. Yeah. You want to feel good about the choices you've made in life? Tiger King. <laughs> all right back to road per- road to perdition starring our boy america's treasure tom hanks <laughs> yes yes um matt what did you think of the uh cinematography on this dude it was uh, amazing it was really good like really really good on the level of almost richard deacons man i mean some of the shots were incredible like uh i remember one specifically it's towards the beginning um 
I think the uh, uh, Michael Sullivan Jr. is lying outside waiting to get in the car or something like that. Or maybe it's not even that. Maybe it's just Tom Hanks getting in the car. But you don't see him walk out of the house. You hear the door shut. And then you see these feet come up to the car. And then you see the feet disappear. You hear the door open. You see the feet disappear into the car and then the door shut. That was a great shot. You knew exactly what was going on. But it was as simple as just seeing a pair of feet. Loved it. Yeah, no, it was it was really good. And this is um the cinematographer for this was uh Conrad Conrad L. Hall. And this was actually his last movie before he passed away. And he had worked with Paul Newman on Cool Hand Luke and several other movies. And it was it was really cool. And this was actually, I think, Paul Newman's last movie. I wasn't sure um, if it was or not. I know he dies died in uh, 2008. Yeah. Um, and uh, he posthumously uh, got Academy Award for Best Cinematography for this. Dude, that's great, man. That's absolutely great. Road to Perdition, man. Just watching again, it was awesome to see this. And <laughs> I've forgotten uh, Jude Law's character in this. And he was such a creepy, weird character. And I don't know how I forgot that. Um, but it was interesting to see him. It's, it, it's, it's really cool to see this movie. And, uh, Sam Mendes just gave us this amazing movie just recently with 1917. So, I mean, he's had quite the career. Uh, he directed American Beauty and he, he's done all kinds of stuff. So it was neat to see this movie and just see how, um, how good he was back then 18 years ago it's kind of weird that it was that long ago i know because i mean sam mendes has done so much since this movie and i didn't even realize he was the director of it because i mean he just killed it with 1917 yeah and i think uh i originally kind of remembered this was a dreamworks movie i don't know why and so i kind of thought it was like a spielberg movie because he was heavily involved with a lot of dreamworks movies but um no more than a spielberg movie I was like, oh, wow. And that and the fact that uh, Tom Hanks and Spielberg have worked together on quite a few things. Matt, do you think we should... Uh... Oh, yeah, dude, you're right. Right here, one of the trivia questions on uh, IMDb is uh, what is the last movie Paul Newman was in and Road to Perdition, is it? There we go. It's pretty awesome. That is awesome. Good job, Mike. Good job. Thank you. Try try to keep my my nerd cred on the the real film nerds slash uh, this week in beer <laughs> slash this week in beer <laughs> except for I'm drinking margaritas <laughs> this this week in apocalypse alcohol apocalypse <laughs> the- <laughs> apocalypse <laughs> terrible Mike pandemic alcohol <laughs> okay Mike so. You got anything else you want to talk about, uh, Road to Perdition, or should we uh, jump right on into the uh, old uh, reels? Yeah, why don't we drop, jump onto the reels? Because we, we kind of have something um, exciting to announce at the end of this uh, pod, Matt. Oh, pray tell, Mike. What What is so exciting that we're going to talk about? Is it possibly next week's review? It is next week's review, and we actually have an uh, opportunity for a couple of our listeners to uh get access to uh watch the same thing we're reviewing uh but they're gonna have to wait till the end matt it's uh and it's not just renting it's two free digital copies 
and not for a movie that's old, for a movie that literally dropped this week. Yeah, this this is uh, exciting. This is very exciting for us. Yeah, we're becoming a big deal. It's amazing. All right, all right, all right, all right. Enough, enough, Mike. Stop it. Heal. How many reels? All right, so I'm going to give this one four and a half reels because this is just a fantastic movie. Damn it, Mike. Dude, that's like three in a row now. Dude, I don't... I'm sure on... on I don't know. I, you know... I thought for sure you were going to be more harsh than me. I love this movie to death. Four and a half all day long. It's it's a really good movie, man. The, the only the only things I, I quibble a little bit about it is um, uh, some of the history stuff. Uh, not the best in the world, which is fine. And, you know, it's a little dated because it is 2002. But for what it is, it's incredible. I love this film. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, no, it was really good. It was really good to see it again. I'd say probably top 20 of all time for me. Wow. Yeah. It's a great film. It's a great film. It is a great film. All right. So since Mike can't uh, contain himself anymore, um, we'll just go ahead and do this. So, Mike, uh, what are we doing for next week that is super special? Or do you want me to do it? Oh, no, no. I got this, Matt. Uh, so we're going to have a little uh, we're going to have a little giveaway. Um, we are going to be revu- reviewing uh, the movie The Rhythm Section. Uh, this movie is starring Blake Lively, directed by Reed Morano. And it's a woman seeks revenge against those who orchestrated a plane crash that killed her family. For this uh, review, we, we got access to some um, promotional stuff so we can give away a couple codes to be able to have this movie. It's way more exciting than that, Mike. Way more exciting. We're becoming legit. Paramount contacted us and asked us if we wanted to review their new film, The Rhythm Section, and if we wanted to give away some free copies. That's kind of, that's a big deal, dude. You're downplaying it way too much. It's not like All right, the, all right. It is a big deal. Yeah, it's it not like the deal. other ones that have contacted us where they're like, you know, little independents and stuff, and then we tear their movie apart and they shame us on the social medias. No, this is paramount. Like, this is legit. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, it is legit. And it was really cool. We thought we weren't going to hear back from them when we replied, but um, we did. And so this is awesome. Um, we're excited to do this. So, for those of you who are still with us, we're giving away two copies on the podcast, and then I will be giving away a couple copies on the radio next week on Monday. I still need to get with Lisa live and local on Magic 99.1 to figure out how we're going to do the giveaway, but uh, I'll email or text or whatever. We'll figure it out. But, Mike, uh, do you want to go over how they can get a copy by next podcast so we'll announce the winners of our contest during the next podcast our review of the rhythm section to be specific yes um the the way to get this is uh, all you have to do is uh rate the podcast on itunes and uh take a screenshot of that and send it to uh nerds at the realfilmnerds.com nerds at realfilmnerds.com not the real f- film nerds we don't want to go into the wrong one <laughs> we're yeah, gonna get in trouble <laughs> so yeah so uh itunes or apple podcast which is basically the same thing go type out your review do a screenshot of it send it to us and uh 
there you go. You'll be entered in a contest to win a free movie that literally just came out. I mean, that's pretty exciting, especially right now with everyone trapped at home. I feel like a lot of people are searching for something to escape from their their homes. Uh, if you're homeschooling your children, I man, it's got to be rough uh, all these weeks doing stuff. I was just talking to one of my friends. He has a five-year-old kid and he's supposed to go online with his five-year-old kid and they're supposed to do lessons five years old i hope you've bought him lots of drinks mike (laughs) yeah uh anyway as you as you could uh imagine it's not going very well i don't want to imagine that's why i live alone and i haven't seen a living human being other than the people walking their dogs outside of my house in weeks this is pretty much my paradise (laughs) well all right well here's to paradise matt margarita's up Woo! (laughs) (laughs) so all right well there you go that's the big exciting news people rhythm section a real movie contacted by a real movie you know company it's wild it'll be awesome i like it i like it a lot and we're gonna be honest you know and everybody knows we're honest so (laughs) just ask a few of those independent movie people (laughs) (laughs) yeah if not i can send you the emails (laughs) how dare you what's wrong with you you're a terrible person with lots of expletives thrown in between those words (laughs) (laughs) all right all right well mike you got anything else this week because i i think i'm good no no uh i think i'm good so go watch road to perdition if you haven't and if you have, go watch it again, unless you watched it this week to watch it with us. Yeah, that sounds good, man. Well, I think I think that'll do it for us. Um, thanks, everybody, for listening. And um, try and catch some good movies during this interesting time. And we will as well. Catch us on our next pod. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie. Good morning, Magic 99.1. Who is this? This is everyone's favorite stay-at-home movie critic. <laughs> Matt Hinshaw from the Real Film Nerds podcast. How you doing, Matty? I'm okay. How are you doing this morning, Lisa? You know, I'm doing pretty good considering everything. Uh, do you miss the sun? Um, <laughs> do I miss the sun? Well, we had sun yesterday, Matt, a little bit. Oh, okay. So you're getting outside then. You're not just like chained down to your studio. No, I am getting out and about walking those dogs. They w- they want me to leave them alone, to be honest with you. Really? They're they're just like, no, you shouldn't you be at work? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're like, another walk, mom? Really? Yeah, yeah. Hey, I was excited to tell you that I got to see Parasite over the weekend. Well, what are your thoughts? Oh, I loved it. I thought it was really, really good. See? Yeah, yeah. So sometimes I'm right. You, <laughs> you are right because I also started to watch um, Spencer Confidential with Scott, and I couldn't, I could not um, withstand it. I had to get up and go do something else. Yeah, yeah, it's a rough one. It's, yeah, it's definitely not Mark Wahlberg's best work. No, that's for sure, definitely not. What did you see, and what are we going to talk about? Well, I saw two films this week. Okay. Well, actually, I watched more than two films, but I'm going to talk about two. Okay. Um, 
The first one is a documentary I watched on Hulu. It is called Meet the Story of Bourbon. Oh, and? And I really, really, really liked it. It gives you the history of bourbon, how they make it, why it's America's most beloved spirits, and how it's purely American and how the government is even involved with the making of it at some levels. But by the end of the documentary... You find out it's, yes, it's about this drink and then bringing people together, but it's really about family and it's about tradition. Really? How interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that bourbon was the most beloved spirit in America. Well, it's the native, it's the native spirit. It's had a, it's had a up and down like trials and tribulations, you know, like uh, they talk about it in the documentary about the eighties were really rough for bourbon. Yeah. Because vodka and clear liquids like gin and stuff were on the rise and nobody wanted bourbon anymore. Nobody cared. But it's the only spirit that is um, like 100% truly American. Like how um, traditional like Irish whiskeys and stuff, you know, they have to be from certain areas to be Irish or like champagne has to be from a certain area to be champagne. Well, to be able to call something bourbon, it has to be from America. Well, that is definitely interesting. And you said the name of it is Meat, M-E-A-T? Yep, M-E-A-T, the story of bourbon. All right, I'll I'll check it out. How many reels you giving it? I give that one four out of five. Oh, my goodness. Way up there. All right, I'll I'll check it out. And what else did you see? The other one I watched is... uh, it's not a new film. It's an older film from 2002, but it recently hit Netflix, and it is Road to Perdition starring Tom Hanks. Oh, my gosh. I almost watched it this weekend, but then we decided to do Parasite instead. How was Road to Perdition? I love Road to Perdition. I remember seeing it when I was in college, and back then there was only DVDs, and the day it came out, I bought it on DVD, so... I'm biased. I really like this movie a lot. I think it's great. Okay, definitely worth watching then. Well, I figured, Tom Hanks, how bad could it be, right? Well, what's crazy is this is kind of the start of Tom Hanks' uh, dive into serious roles. Mm -hmm. But you go back and you watch it now and you see all the huge stars that are in it. There's Tom Hanks, Paul Newman, Daniel Craig, just this incredible, incredible cast. And the the gentleman that directed it, he was fairly early on in his career, was Sam Mendes, who famously did 1917 this year. Right, right. Okay, so big cast, big director. Yeah, and it's it's an interesting film to watch right now because this is a gangster movie. It takes place during the uh, middle of the Great Depression and towards the end of Prohibition. Okay. And so a lot of kind of parallels with what's going on right now with all of us being locked up in, in our homes and things like that. Right, right. Okay. Granted, it's, it's a gangster movie, so not too many parallels, but... Uh, yeah, yeah. I think it sounds great, Matt. I'm going to check it out. How many reels you giving it? Oh, I give that one four and a half. All four day and long. a half. That one's almost perfect. Wow. Yeah, that one's almost perfect to me. Wow. Why, so. not, a, why not a five? Um, there's, you know, uh, it's, it's a little, it's a little dated and it's, uh, a little lengthy. I mean, it's not bad that it's lengthy, yeah. but it's two hours long and there's a lot of like downtime, Okay, but there's a lot of really good up parts and, oh, uh, Jude Law's also in it. He oh. plays a photographer. Okay. I like that. Yeah. That was kind of fun. Awesome. Awesome, Matt. Always great to hear from you. We might have to start doing this twice a week, so I'm not so lonely. That sounds good, Lisa. I would be up for it. Awesome. Thanks for calling in. Have a great day, Matt. Yeah, you too. Thank you, Lisa.